This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We have the pleasure of having the Shiva of Shiva Greater Washington of Silver Springs to come speak to the boys and give some debutero. He's a renowned speaker, he speaks all over America. And he happens to be the son in law of one of the Miri Rosh Hashivas, the baby Shrinkles that's out. to have been also the father in law of Nelson Sri, who everybody uh, heard of and books were written about him. So, with no further ado, we'll have the Rashiva say. Thank you everybody. Some of you I've got nobody else. We have some boys from Yeshiva here, the Shua is here. Uh, and uh, Samber was here and uh, I got to meet. So Akapanim, familiar for Hashem. So in the Pasha we just read now, so you have the Brachas for all the Shvatim. And you have an interesting bracha to Yisachar, Yisachar. It says, Vayar Menucha Kitov, he saw that Menucha is good, Ves Ha'aretz Kina'ema, and the land is pleasant. Vayet Shechmo Lispol, he decided he is going to work hard, bear a heavy load. Vayila Mas Ove, became a worker who gave Mas, who now the Pasuk almost contradicts itself. Not almost, but actually contradicts itself. It's like you say, why is this guy slaving so hard? Because he enjoys taking it easy. Somewhere along the line, I missed the joke. Like, he's working very, very hard because he likes to take it easy. There's something there, I, I, I'm, I'm missing the point. So Pasuk says, Vayar menucha kitov so I, I don't get it. How does Menuchah Kitov translate into Vayet Sheikh that, That's really a fundamental issue in the Pasuk. The Medrash says that Vayar Menuchah Kitov, it means Torah. Okay. Why? Because it says, Ki Tov Nosati Lachem So the Medrash says it's going on Torah. I also have a problem understanding that medrash because we have a noun and an adjective in the Pasik. Menucha is the thing, kitov because it's good. So, vayar menucha kitov, he saw menucha was good, But if I'm trying to identify what is it that he's talking about, we should be describing what the word menucha is, okay? Find me a place where Torah is called menucha and then tell me that that's Torah. Kitov means it's good. So 
so the word tov defining Torah doesn't mean that this is talking about Torah. There could be there are a lot of good things in the world. Let's say there's there's davening, there's chesed, gashmis. There are plenty of nice things. So, so if the word menucha, if you want to identify it with Torah, find me a pasuk that menucha refers to Torah, and it's not easy. So, um, by telling me that tov is Torah, how does that this define itself in, in this pasuk? Maybe there are many good things. Maybe Torah is good. Maybe something else is good. Um, Vayar menucha. The, the object of Vayar is menucha. Those are two points that I have in the pasuk that beg to be defined, to be to be studied, to be understood. So let's think a little bit about the concept of menucha um, and ask ourselves um, when the word, the concept of resting. Is that good or not? Well, um, anybody who's tired, who's worked hard, so somebody's have a hard day, and I tell them, here's a bed for you, plop down. So that's fantastic, that's really good. Um, no one argues with that. But let's say you're coming for a vacation, or you're coming to get away, and I say, this is a fantastic place. What's over there? A bed, okay? Good, so I'll sleep 10 hours, 12 hours, 15 hours. And what else is there to do? Nothing, it just, there's a bed here. You, and you can, you can lay in bed a whole two weeks. Unless you're really depressed, I don't think anybody would think that it's a great place to be. I, I mean, you know, I, I, what, what I say, it is the most fantastic thing to rest. I, I, if we speak about Olam Haba, and we'll tell you that Olam Haba is a, it, it, it's Menucha, Lechai Olamim, an eternal rest, like laying in bed forever, I, it's really, really hard to see somebody who appreciate it. I, I tell you, Shiva, I, I say, you know, we say, I said, there's a three day yantiv, you climb the walls. This is an eternal yantiv. I, I mean, are you really looking forward to Yom Shekulo Tovum Nuchal Chayalomim? So, what is Menucha, Vayar Menucha Kitov? And what exactly is it? So, so let's understand it a little bit, a, a, a little bit <coughs> more deeply. You know, the concept of menucha and so on. The morale says in many places. Um, the morale says when he speaks about the concept of motion, which is called tenua in Lashon Kodesh, and menucha, which is rest. He abstracts it a little bit, and, and let's try to explain it. Anytime I have a process, something is being changed into something else. So, Lamashal, I see somebody planting a tree. So, there's going to be much action and motion in the process. You hold in the tree, you dig a hole, you put it down, you cover it, you water it, and so on. Once it's done, it's done. If you have things that are not stable, um, I don't want to look at that table over there because I don't want to give an eye in horror. It, it, it looks like it, it's standing up in nests. But um, somebody has a whole, a whole, um, you know, a, a, an array of racks or something. 
and they're wobbly. What's going to happen is they're going to wobble, wobble, wobble. Things will fall down, crash down, collapse, until it reaches a point of stability, physical stability, uh, where you don't have anything leaning on something that can't hold its weight. Everything is going to collapse and, and find its point of rest. So when you identify motion and rest, you're really identifying process and tachlis. There's a process and there's a tachlis. And when some, once something has reached its tachlis, it's not moving any place because it's got no place to move. It's there. Um, in, in physics, you describe um, atoms that are active because they have excesses of electrons, holes to fill. Once everything is filled, there's, there's no excess electrons and no excess places for electrons. That atom is going to be very stable. It doesn't react or anything. It doesn't, doesn't change. It is what it is because it's finished. It's a finished product. There's nothing else that can happen with it. Um, so we're defining now tenua and menucha motion and rest in a different way than just the walking and sitting down, but rather in terms of um, process and, and goal. I have a little halachic um, analogy. In halacha, Shabbos, you're only over if there's akira and hanacha. You pick up something from one place, and you bring it to another place. That's the type of motion that's mechayev, the type of carrying that's mechayev Shabbos. There are two subcategories of menucha that are not called hanacha. There's something called omed lekatev, and there's something called omed lafush. For instance, I'm schlepping a heavy pack. Every so often, I'm going to stop and rearrange the pack and I'm going to, it, it's not sitting well, or one shoulder got tired, so I pause a minute and I rearrange it. That's not called Hanoch in Halacha. Omeid Lofush may or may not be Hanacha, meaning I stand because I have to catch my breath. That also possibly is not considered real Hanacha. Hanacha means the place where it's supposed to be. So if I'm supposed to bring you the Cholent, I take it from the house, bring it to your house or to Rishos Arabim, that's called Akira and Hanacha because I've put it down where it's supposed to be. That for sure is Hanacha. So the idea of something which is in the process versus something that has reached an end goal is Akira and Hanacha. That's called Menucha. This is called Tnua. Tnua meaning process to get to something. People are restless. Um, it, it tries sitting in one place for any amount of time, and I assure you know exactly what I mean. I don't have to describe it terribly much. You were restless. More than that, take an animal and have it, give it everything it needs. It will pretty much sit around doing not much. Yes, an animal that needs to roam is going to need to, 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 to run the 10 miles that it's used to, fine. But other than that, that's it. Take a person and give him what he needs, and he's bored, he's restless, he wants to do something. 
So that means that we have not reached a, a, a point of tachlis that's natural for us. And whatever you'll do, you have that restlessness. Reb Noach would always describe Reb Noach Weinberg, he used to teach in Torah. Noach was an extraordinary person. And he would give the classes for the people coming in off the street. And his description, so he, he you know, you, you had no control who came in. Everybody walked in off the street. They saw a sign, whoever was a trackway walked in. So some were Goyim, some were Jewish. And Reb Noach would say to Simonim how he can tell the Jews apart from the Goyim. The first thing is, the Goyim agreed to everything he said. The Jews argued everything he said. That was, that was an immediate filter. You know who is Jewish and who is not Jewish. Secondly, he said you would ask um, a Jewish fellow, you would ask a, a, a big Swede would come in and, son, where are you from? Oh, I was at this place near a lot. There's this desolate beach. How was it? Fantastic. It's just the sea, the sun, and sand, nothing else. Awesome. How long were you there? Three weeks. Why'd you leave? Ran out of money. Fine. Jewish fellow walks in, bouncing. Where are you from? Oh, this awesome beach next to a lot. It's a desolate beach, just the sun, sea, and sand. It's awesome, fantastic. How long were you there? A day and a half. Why'd you leave? I got bored. Um, Jews get bored easily. And the reason is because we have something in us that's not resolved. It's waiting for something. It, it's, it's waiting for something to find its place. And, you know, we can try different things. Like a kid who tries putting different things in their mouths. And, you know, because they're looking for food. And they don't know yet, so they'll, they'll take something, we'll put a pacifier in their mouth. But at some point, they're still not happy until they don't eat and so on. We are restless. And menucha, not in the sense, menucha doesn't mean laying in bed. Menucha means finding our place that we're settling. The, the thing that sort of makes us settled, that, that we found our place, meaning in the broad s- scheme of things, the things that are um, that are who you are supposed to be. And as long as a person, so let's take, let's forget a second about Torah, let's take even a regular person. So a person who's autistic, until he doesn't find the outlet for his artistic sense, whether it's painting or music, he's not going to be happy. A scientist, a businessman, all these people, they find outlets for whatever their capabilities are. A Jew has another part of himself. Yes, he has that part also. If he's artistic, he's going to draw and paint. If he's, if he's inclined to business, he's going to want to hustle and do business. But he's still not going to be happy because there's something more that he has that, that hasn't found its place yet. And that menucha is Torah. In other words, in the big picture of Tov, a, a Jew will want to find some outlet for his sense of what Tov is. And it has to be within the context of Torah. It's learning. It could be Avodah Hashem. It could be Chesed. It could be many areas. But that's part of him. And as long as he hasn't 
gotten to it, he is not going to be happy. And it, so, so even laying in bed, or especially laying in bed, is not going to do it for him. Because he wants something. So just like if you're hungry, laying in bed is not going to make you feel full. If you're restless because your muscles have been worked, laying in bed is going to make you feel more frustrated. If you need social interaction, laying in bed is not going to make you feel good. The neshama needs some sense of fulfillment, some sense that it is told and it is getting to told. So, you, so just like the artist, by sitting for hours and painting is where the manucha is going to come. We speak of manucha sanefesh, which is that type of manucha where I found myself. I am what I am, and I am what I should be, and I am where I should be. Unless a person feels that manucha, a person is not going to get there. So vayar manucha kitov, because the person realized that, because Yisachar realized that manucha is, is, is tov, therefore he needed to roll his sleeves and start learning. Unless he's going to be osik in Torah, he's not going to find himself. Vayet Sheikh Malisvot because of that. And that's why Chazal, when they said, if Torah is tov, then manucha will be found there. In other words, our nefesh, Chazal, you're right, Chazal did not find the word menucha to mean Torah, but rather he found menucha to be something which is shaykh to the tov. When I recognize tov, that's where I have menucha. What is tov? I found the pasuk that Torah is tov, and that's where I'm going to find menucha. Tov is not just an adjective. It describes what is the point of menucha. The point of menucha is the point of tov. The, um, there's there's a, a Sefer Ikrim. He's one of the great Sfarim who, who speaks about um, he speaks about Ikri Amunah, as you would expect. And he speaks about the um, uh, different four Ikarim. That's why it's divided up. And he has there an extraordinary paragraph that I want to share with you. Uh, uh, a line. He speaks on this Pasik. And I guess he's trying to explain this Pasik. He says, Vechein ha menucha lo tovo ela'acha hayigia. Menucha comes to a person only as the result of a process, as the result of working hard. Um, and especially we've explained it because menucha is the destination. And if I'm not the destination, I have to do something to get there. If I'm not comfortable where I am, it's going to take work to get to where I ought to be, where I want to be. And he says a quote, Amachacham, so it's not, a, not Jewish Chacham, but Amachacham, Bakoshes Hamenucha Bimenucha, trying to attain Menucha through Menucha, you know, through doing nothing. Teshovev HaMenucha will destroy Menucha V'torish HaYigia and will instead make you restless. In other words, if you feel restless, doing nothing is not going to calm you down. It is going to make you more restless because 
we're created with an urge to get to where we need to be. And as long, and the longer we don't fulfill it, the worse we feel. So let's get a sense of the picture. So first is, we have a point that will make us happy and satisfied. Every human being has it, and Claudia Sol has it in spades. That point is not where we are. And the way we'll get to it is by working hard. I, I want to I, I, I take an example, again, a non-religious example, but something that you'll understand really the difference. Money is something we all want. Maybe somebody not. I mean, someone would like to raise their hand and say they don't want money, but money is something we'd all think we want. I give you two choices. One is that I plunk down a credit card in front of you that's limitless. You've gotten, you, 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 you've inherited a fabulously wealthy great-grandfather. You have all the money you want. Scenario one. Scenario two, you're very capable. You're going to work really hard, but every step of the way you'll succeed. You'll build up a business from nothing. It'll be a decent business. From a decent business, it's going to become a very good business. It's going to become a fantastic business. It's going to become extraordinarily successful. Which of the two would you choose? One. Who's the one? You choose the one. Okay. Who would choose two? What? Everyone else. Huh? So, so uh, most people, most people who choose one. Okay, let, let me let's 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 go with one. Most people who would choose one. We have we we have a scientific. We I, I'm 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 good. We have a scientific study. Most people who won a lot of money in lotteries ended up broke and dead from overdosing. That's given. What? Because. Uh, and I'll explain to you psychologically. Psychologically, we're happy not when we have, but when we attain, when we accomplish, when we bring ourselves out. Anybody who's achieved, not who has what is achieved, is a happy person. Because that's, that's how our Kodesh created us. Happiness is the sense of menucha. He got to Allah menucha. You reach menucha. A person who has goals that he achieves is a happy person. A person who has but has never achieved is an unhappy. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in learning. People that are brilliant that put no effort in their learning are unhappy people. Um, it, there was somebody we had in yeshiva many years ago. Uh, he's, a, he's already his, his children are already on the cusp of getting married. He came to yeshiva and he was below average abilities, below average. And I would he learn and be so happy. And I asked him once, I didn't talk to him, I was afraid to schmooze with him because I want to battle with him, but on the other hand, I thought maybe he thinks I'm ignoring him. You know, you usually end up talking to the people who, who aren't learning, not to the people who are learning. So I asked him once, I said, you know, so, like, if you want to schmooze, I'm there. If you want to learn, that's fantastic, but, you know, but I see it just, he said, I want to tell you the truth. He said, it's very hard for me until I understand. I have to really break my head. He says, and once I get it, I'm so happy, I don't need anything else. And he was, he's a, he is, no, maybe that's still, he's a, he's, he's a rabbi somewhere, and he's one of the happiest people I know. And he's energetic, full of life, and he is, and it's hard, you know, I mean, Baruch Hashem, over the years, he's built up a lot of knowledge and so on, 
But the, 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 the ability to work on and achieve and attain is what makes it what makes it happy. Um, so so the Vayar Menucho Kitov Vayet Sheikh is the core. It, it not only is it not a paradox, but it's 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 exact. Once he realized what it is, I'll make him happy. He realized that rolling up his sleeves to achieve it is what makes it happy. Getting there, it, 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 if I'm not there, if I'm an unhappy person, that means there's something I haven't achieved. And achieving something is sweat. When you've sweated thing and achieved it, when you're frustrated, when a person sweats and he's not getting anywhere, that's extremely frustrating. That's one point. I want to add another meaning to this pasik. Not, not so much like I said, but it's, but it's, it's, it's the emis lamito. This is something that it's two people from very different worlds said it. The pshischa said it, and Rabbi Ruchim. Two worlds. Both mechaven to the same emis. The Pshischa was one of the great Hasidic figures. Rabbi Yerucham was one of the great Balmusa figures. He said as follows: People are frustrated by many things. It's hot. It's cold. I'm hungry. I'm tired. He's annoying. Noise. Lack of noise. We always have things that are frustrating us and, and sort of getting us annoyed. We can cope with it in two ways. One is to get rid of the stuff that annoys us. That is almost always, first of all, it takes up a lot of our energy. And it tends to become exhausting and we usually can't. There's, there's just so many annoyances, you know, when somebody else in Shiva is annoying you, you can't get rid of him. You know, there's just no way to get rid of him. So, so, so at the end of the day, the neighbor that annoys you, somebody in the shul that annoys you, another person annoys you, and the many things in life. You, have, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough this, this is not working, that's not working out. You will, Vayar Menucho Kitov, Menucho Sanefesh is an extremely good thing. It is an extremely good thing. But the way to get it is to learn to be so well, to tolerate. A person can up his tolerance level, and it's it's and okay, you know, it's hot, it's hot, it's cold, it's cold. You know, you 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 you. But if a person's attitude to coping is by learning to not be bothered by things, he'll always have menuchas nefesh. The the less a person can cope with, the lower his level of tolerance, the more the person is going to have is going to have less as menuchas nefesh. Because you can't get rid of enough things. My, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, was a niece of Chazanish. And, the, the, um, and my father-in-law was close to Chazanish. Chazanish took a liking to him, and, and so on. And my father once described, and I've heard this from other people also, the Chazanish could be learning on a hot day in Nebrak without air conditioning. There was no air conditioning anywhere. And a mosquito would land on him, and he just was oblivious to it. He told my father, told me there was once that the chazanish says, I can't take it, I can't take it, and my father said, if the chazanish said he can't take it, then it, was re- then it was intolerable objectively. He said, because anything that could be tolerated, he tolerated. But, but, but it's a tremendous menuchas hanefesh. It's something, menuchas hanefesh, is not 
it can never be brought about solely outside. It can be brought about by developing a mindset, an insight. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave these set of circumstances. Fine, I have to work with these set of circumstances. Um, whatever it is, that's the only way a person has real menucha. So, summing up both points, and both points I think are really, really um, it's core points for, for life. One is, a person was created for menucha, meaning menucha is def- defined for a certain tachlis, a certain existence, a certain type of being. And a person will be restless until he gets to that point, because that's almost by definition. Um, we, 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 we are moving to get to the tachlis. If we understand and identify the tachlis, then we're going to be able to get it and understand it. I, I want to keep you after lunch, but I, was, I used to live with Reb Nachum. Um, lunch, like the afternoon, beginning of the afternoon, Seder. There was another person there. I, I, I learned it with Reb Nachum, son of him, Chavusa. We learned, I don't know, half, whatever it was. There was an old Rav from America. This Rav had been one of these people that was politically connected. He wasn't had been the White House and there in every way. Was very, very, you know, kind of a person who got his. I don't, you know, he's, he's, he was like a, 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 loved all sorts of big things. He retired at the show as an older person, and he had Kavrusi, some stuff Kavrusi for the time for lovers for now, and nothing for now. So he was supposed to come after we finish, and. He would, and slowly started coming earlier and earlier, five minutes, seven minutes. I couldn't say anything, he was an older person or up. Once he came really early, sort of, Nachum looked at his watch, kind of, you know, sort of hinting that it's a little bit early. So this person said, Rav Nachum, let me tell you something. A Yid once came into a shul, somebody who, who had traveled around, Shtetlach, and he came into the shul and he said, Rabbi Sai, I've been in every shtetl, and I can honestly say there's nothing like the Bismedish here. So you'll tell me who's the big knacker here? Yankel the Balagolo, who's been to 50 shtetlach, so what? He said, Bilam, the world's traveler, said Matova Lacha Yaakov. So this person said, Reb Nochem, I've been over the whole world looking for something. There is nothing like this. Reb Nochem lived in a basement. Underground, literally. He said, there's nothing like these four walls over here in the whole world. I'm telling you as a certified knacker, as a certified picture. A person, a person needs, the, the point in life is to find what will give a person milchus nefesh. And something within the big framework of the Torah will do it. All parts of it. Learning something, being able to connect through emotion, being able to do what's right, being able to, to, to focus do the things that you're supposed to do. That, that whole package is what's going to make you bring the menucha. It's going to require yigiya to it. You, the, the, the enemy of reaching menucha is menucha, like Vikram says. Not doing something means you'll never reach that menucha. And, and you'll always just be restless. And if you're going to substitute something for it, it's like a childhood pacifier. You know, it's, it's good for a few minutes, and then, and then the stomach is still hurting, and it's still not happening. The... Um, the, the, the menucha, and in general, for coping with, with things that are frustrating in life, that are not menucha, learning to be sober to things that we don't need to take care of, and putting our energy in things we need to take care of, both sides of it add up the menucha sanefesh. 
Bez Hashem, you're, you're, you're fortunate, you're, you're in, a, in, a, in a world where Menuch is attainable by Yagiyah, um, use your time well, work hard. And Bez Hashem, Vayar Menuch Kitov, and, and it, you see it when a person finds himself in Torah and in learning, there's a Menuch Zanefesh. The person has a certain calm to himself, a certain pleasant sense of there are things that have to be taken care of, there's work to be done, but I'm, 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 we're, I'm, I'm in a place in, 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 in a world of Menucha. That is Hashem, Shabbat Slacha.